We are back again with episode 51 of Wall of Sound Up Against the Wall. My name is Brownie and I'm your podcast host. Thank you very much for checking us out. You can find out what we do at wallofsoundau.com. And if you're on social media, join the community right now. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search for Wall of Sound AU. A heavy metalist paradise is up for you today with this episode. I'm going to catch up with Adam Kiefel, the frontman for Pure Envy. They're an upcoming Australian thrash metal band and they put out a fucking amazing album this year. It's been hiding away, only discovered it recently, and I want to share it with you and get you up to speed with these legends. So we'll chat to him all about that and where the boys have been hiding. Plus, Scott Ian is returning to Australia for a spoken word tour. I'm going to have a chat to the goateed legend about that, and he's also got a story he wants to share from Anthrax's first tour of Australia, plus an update on the Damn Things album. There's also new music on the way from Max Cavalera's Soulfly. Take a listen. I'll play that one for you soon, but I wanted to kick off this episode and pay respects to the late Jill Janice from Huntress. The front woman sadly took her own life last week as she was struggling with her own mental wellness. The band first formed back in 2009 with Jill fronting them, and they went on to release three albums and go on tour with bands like Lamb of God, Motorhead and more. It was an absolute shock to the heavy metal community and someone taken way beyond their time. She was 43 years young. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I put out an episode of the podcast discussing mental health awareness and for those to seek help if they need it. There are plenty of avenues out there, like here in Australia, Lifeline, Beyond Blue, and uh, around you too, wherever you're listening from. Just Google your crisis support hotline, reach out to someone, have a chat, and uh, get the help you need to get yourself on the mend. Out of respect, I want to get on the song Eight of Swords by Huntress. This is for you, Jill, a wall of sound up against the wall.
Hey, it's Powell from Trivium, and you're listening to Wall of Sound Up Against the Wall.
Prometheus and the Crucifix, a flashback from Trivium on Wall of Sound up against the wall. We are still yet to see that band tour Australia on the back of their new album The Sin and the Sentence. However, with Download Festival announcing their lineup very soon, I would not be surprised if those guys are on it. Once the lineup is out, we'll keep you updated at wallofsoundau.com. But some other tours got announced this week which are fucking incredible. D. Snyder just announced today that he's coming back down under for a couple of special shows in Sydney and Melbourne. He's going to be doing a spoken word night which is going to be full of stories and Q&As with him and then the following night he's going to have a performance where he's going to play songs of his new album and some Twisted Sister classics. If you used to play Guitar Hero on Expert you need to go check out Living Colour. They're the guys behind that song The Cult of Personality which was fucking hard to get through. They're coming to Australia in December and it kicks off on the 15th in Perth. Also, Australia is getting an East Coast music festival called Good Things Festival. This is organised by Chris O'Brien, the former general manager for Soundwave, the current general manager for Destroy All Lines. So far, we've got Make Them Suffer, Play Royale and Boston Manor on the lineup. The official full lineup comes out later on this week on Thursday, 11am. And once again, we'll keep you updated at wallofsoundau.com. But a tour we are looking forward to is Soilwork, making their way down Australia's east coast in March. Kicking off in Brisbane and wrapping up in Melbourne, the guys are also going to be bringing some new material with them, a new album yet to be announced. More details coming soon. You can find out all the dates and how to get your tickets for that tour and any other one I mentioned at wallofsoundau.com. But right now, let's get on this from Soilwork. It's Nerve on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall.
against the wall! Satiricon and Wall of Sound up against the wall and their Australian toy kicks off September 4 alongside Dead Space. Do not miss out on that one. But right now, let's get into this guy. Hey everyone, this is Scott Ian of Anthrax and you are listening to Wall of Sound up against the wall. It's a madhouse, 
One of the greatest metal icons in the industry with one of the greatest goatees of all fucking time. It's Scott Ian. He's returning to Australia for his one-man right spoken tour. And he joins me now. Mate, a spoken word tour for those who don't know. Uh, is it just you having a chat and talking about stories over the years and fans get involved and they can ask you a few things too? Um, I mean, that's the gist of it. Yeah, it's, it's me on stage relating some uh, really incredibly and amazingly ridiculous stories from uh, my life, uh, you know, in a, in a heavy metal band and people I've met and the experiences I've had with those people. And uh, it's out of control. I don't know really any other way to describe it. People ask me all the time if these stories are, you know, am I embellishing? Are they real? You know, am I making this up? And I'm like, I, I couldn't make this stuff up. It's nuts. And yes, and at some point during the show, I do a Q&A where people can ask me questions. So uh, I highly encourage people to uh, don't be scared. I'm here at your pleasure to answer <laughs> anything you've ever wanted to ask me. I get to go a lot of places around the planet. Obviously, I'm touring with my band, but I haven't done the talking thing as much as I've done Anthrax. So the fact that uh, I'm getting to come do this, yeah, I'm just blown away. Like It's super exciting to me that uh, people are into it and that people want me to come down there and do this, and uh, I couldn't be more excited. And this is a good thing about doing this uh, podcast with you because I've got a shitload of stuff I want to cover. Look, there's so much that we can talk about, whether it be you know your time in Anthrax, your trips down under for Soundwave, the damn things, but I want to go geeky with you. The last time we got the chance to chat, you weren't looking forward to Avengers 2, and from there we've seen Civil War, Infinity War come out. Um, how do you feel now about the state of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Oh, I think there's some great movies. I'll still say I was right about Avengers 2. I thought it was crap, but... Um... Uh, but I loved Infinity War. I thought it was great. The last few, I loved Black Panther. I uh, liked both Guardians movies. I really dug the new Ant-Man movie. I thought it was really funny. I thought Thor Ragnarok was great. I think they're doing an amazing job. And one of the things I wanted to ask about that is, you're a man who loves your comics and your horror movies, and why have we not seen you appear in a Marvel movie yet? Obviously, you know, this is something that would be a dream come true for you, maybe? Um, you're asking the wrong guy. I don't know. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Feige or whoever's in charge of casting Marvel movies, I'm available. I would love to be asked to be a part of that world, even if it was literally like a Stan Lee-type cameo. I mean, anything. They shoot, you know, a lot of those movies take place in New York, so it would make sense for me to be walking around in the background at some point, wouldn't it? <laughs> and we've seen something similar to you donning a superhero outfit for the uh, video clip for the damn things. We've got a situation here, so it's not exactly going to be your first time playing um, dress-ups. Yeah, I don't think that's going to get me a job. So talking about this spoken word tour for yourself, obviously there's plenty of stories to talk about with Anthrax, and the band have come to Australia on several accounts, especially for the Soundwave tour. For yourself, have you got memorable moments from a particular city of when you were down here that you realise and go, that makes me fall in love with Australia every time I come down? Um, well, I, I could go all the way back to the first time we ever played Australia, back in 1990, <laughs> I believe. And uh, our first time ever coming down there and the reaction to the band was mind-blowing. You know, it was still relatively new. I mean, certainly, obviously, coming to Australia for the first time was new to us because it was our first time. But the whole thing of being in Anthrax and traveling the world in 1990 was still relatively new. We had only been touring at that point for six years. So to get to go to Australia and feel the love for our band and the reaction from the metal crowd in Australia for the first time. It was still kind of just a complete 
uh, head fuck back then, you know, <laughs> to show up somewhere so far away and see that, you know, you're in Melbourne or you're in Sydney. And, you know, I believe we even that first trip, I think we went all the way out to Perth even the first time we went to Australia. And, um, you know, places I never thought I would be in my life. And here I am and got thousands of people coming to our show going crazy. I mean, I specifically remember the Melbourne show. We played some, like, basketball hall, and fans broke the barricade down, and we had to stop the show, and they were going to make us, they were going to cancel and say, you can't play anymore uh, because it's unsafe, and we had a talk with the promoter, and they were able to work it out where all the security guards literally formed a human barricade by, like, linking <laughs> arms uh, across the front. And, I mean, this is like an arena-sized, you know, stage, and they basically just linked arms and formed a human wall, and we just said to the crowd, look, you could go crazy, have all the fun you want, have a giant mosh pit, but just leave these guys alone because if, if you mess with them, they're not going to let us play anymore and we're going to have to leave and we really don't want to do that. So show, you know, have respect because uh, the promoter's respecting you guys enough to let us continue on. And the rest of the show went off without any problems. The fans were so thrilled, you know, that they were even letting us continue and they didn't mess with the security. It was really kind of a mind-blowing moment. So I guess that I could say maybe I fell in love with Australia then because normally in a situation like that, it would probably would have all ended up terribly and everybody would be upset. And uh, usually the cops get called and, and it's just a, it's a it's huge It's over before it even everyone. starts, yeah. Yeah, whereas it, it, it worked out amazing and it, it's just one of those experiences that I always remember from, from all my years of being in a band. It would have been mad times back then, so let's get on Madhouse right now by Anthrax on Wall of Sound up against the wall.
Anthrax and Wall of Sound up against the wall. The legendary Scott Ian is coming to Australia for a spoken word tour with plenty of stories to talk about. Scott, for me, one of the things that I loved was uh, the damn things when you guys broke out. 2010, you put out the album Ironic Class, and then nothing's really happened with the band so far. My assumption will be that you guys are all too busy to get together with your separate bands to make another follow-up album. Um, that's pretty much the case. You know, we always knew with with the damn things, it was always going to be something that we would get to do, schedules permitting. Because, yeah, we all are in extremely busy bands. But, you know, look, we're all friends and we're all in contact with each other on a regular basis. And uh, I can say that there is possibly a record, um, but that's all I'm going to say about it. (laughs) Oh, oh, all right. Okay, so, you know, my heart just stopped beating for a second then. Is it now like a situation that it's like you have to record your bits over time and that's why it's taking so long for new music to come out? No, I I don't have any answers about anything. (laughs) Well, there's plenty of stories for you to get through when you bring your spoken word tour down here to Australia. You can get your tickets right now through Dinner for Wolves. Scott Ian, looking forward for the return. Thank you very much for the chat. Awesome, man. Thank you.
Shredder. This is Max Cavalera in the wall of sound up against the wall. Stay metal. Live! 
Killer Be Killed on Wall of Sound up against the wall. Now that the Dillinger Escape Plan have wrapped up and Mastodon have finished touring their new album Emperor, we might see that rumoured second album from Killer Be Killed very soon. I'll talk about Max Cavalera's other side project Soulfly in a second. But new music came out this week from Disturbed. They asked fans whether they wanted to hear a ballad or a heavy track and this is what they put out. called Are You Ready and it's 100% pure dad rock. Let us know what you think on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash wall of sound AU. Just scroll down until you see the story there and uh, let us know your thoughts. Beartooth also put out their new song You Never Know, their album Disease comes out September 28 and I for one am looking forward to that one. Caleb Shomo from the band, the front man and uh, he writes all the music and lyrics for the band, can't do no wrong. Ever since the band first broke out with their album Disgusting, it's just been hit after hit. If you haven't got on the Beartooth bandwagon yet, now is the time to do so. But if heavy metal is more of your thing, you need to check out the new album for Soulfly called Ritual. It gets its release on October 19 and also features a cameo performance from Randy Blythe of Lamb of God. The first single got released not too long ago and I'm going to play it for you right now. This is Evil Empowerment, brand new Soulfly on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. Oh! 
Genevieve from Temptress, and this is Wall of Sound up against the wall.
up against the wall.
10,000 strong by Iced Earth on Wall of Sound up against the wall. The time has come. Let's get into these fucking legends. Hey guys, this is Adam from Pure Envy and you're listening to Wall of Sound up against the wall. Hailing from Newcastle's Hunter Valley is a fan-fucking-tastic band you need to discover if you haven't already. Pure Envy is the name of the band, Redemption is their new album, and joining me right now is Adam Kiefel to talk about it. Uh, mate, welcome to the show. Ah, oh, thank you very much. Thank you. First question, where the fuck have you guys been hiding after all this time? Uh, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> We've been around for a little while, but uh, this is the sort of first record we put out that we're... Sort of, uh, we have put another record out, but uh, it was a bit quiet. But um, yeah, we've been working away in the background out here in the Hunter Valley, so we're just sort of starting to get out there now. And it's a good time for you guys to get out there. Let's talk about Redemption. The first time I had a chance to listen to it, I got two songs in it. Automatically, it's made its way into my top 10 albums released in 2018 so far. It is fucking insane. Well done, first of all. Excellent, thank you very much. I'm really glad you liked it. <laughs> On the back of that as well too, like having listened to the album, obviously uh, you can hear the influences with Metallica and Trivium and it even has uh, remnants of Killer Be Killed in there. Would I be right in saying those kind of bands are your main influences with uh, Pure Envy? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely along those lines for sure. Trivium, Metallica, Iron Maiden, yeah, those bands. So obviously, you know, when you go into the songwriting process to, to put out an album of this calibre, you know, what, what goes into it? Do you all get together and talk about your influences and all the songs you like, that kind of thing? Or is it just something that happens naturally like most bands? It's definitely something that happened naturally. Um, it was, uh, you know, we we still have all have the same influences for sure. Uh, for us, definitely. Uh, it was a little bit of a struggle in terms of... Um, sort of melodies and, and, and vocal ideas, I guess, but it still came together pretty naturally in terms of the direction we wanted to take it in. It is heavy, it is fast, exactly where it needs to be, but look, we're sort of getting ahead of ourselves right now. Let, let's flash back a bit. Give us a rundown. How did Pure Envy get together and uh, how long have you guys been, you know, making music after all this time? Yeah, so Pure Envy have been together for a few years. Now, this particular lineup, uh, there was another sort of lineup that I've dabbled around in before this particular lineup, which didn't really go too far. But the lineup, the current lineup we have now, we've been together for roughly about four years and uh, done a fair few gigs. And um, this album that we ended up doing, this redemption, took around a year to make, uh, like writing all the songs and recording it all. So, you know, there's a year out of that sort of, you know, three years gone already uh, by the time we put it all together and stuff like that and wrote it all and recorded it all and then had a break from each other. <laughs> yeah, as you need to at that point. <laughs> so, you know, there was a lot of work going into that into that album and um, that's what took a little bit of time to get there. But the effort was worth it all in the end. But we've been around for a little while. We've been sort of a little bit under the radar and uh, haven't had a lot of promotion, but we are slowly getting out there now and slowly pushing the album and uh, people are starting to really enjoy it and take off. We did a uh, film clip for, for the album as well, Deception, which is doing quite well on YouTube. And uh, Have you seen the, the film clip? I have seen the film clip. I've, I've heard the album. I've gone through the back catalogue and I've now become one of those creepy fanboys that wants to wait outside shows to meet you guys. It's <laughs> Look, I, we, we've been talking too much about this album. We haven't exactly played anything from it yet. Let's take a break and get into Deception. Before we get into it, give us a rundown. What's this song all about? Yeah, so Deception's all about one of your ex-girlfriends. Yeah, we've all got plenty of them. <laughs> uh, you know, also about being deceived by 
certain people, maybe one of your best friends or somebody who you thought was your friend, uh, as well as a little bit of religious content in there as well. But it sort of speaks for itself, deception, being deceived by somebody. All right, let's get that track on right now from Pure Envy on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall.
from Pure MV's new album Redemption, that is Deception on Wall of Sound up against the wall. Adam from the band joins me right now to talk all about it. Uh, back to talking about the album, it is absolutely fucking fantastic. It, it doesn't happen very often where you come across a band with an album that you haven't exactly heard before or anything along the lines of that, a band you wouldn't necessarily uh, research or go check out, but this is an album that needs to be heard by every single metal fan here in Australia. Is that the kind of vibe that you had once you heard the finished product, Adam? Yeah, absolutely. Once we got it back and uh, from mixing and mastering, it was just like I had tears in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yes! You know, and, and, all, and all I'm sitting there thinking is, you know, man, the, the world needs to hear this shit, you know? It's like, I listen to it now, I, even after six months since we released it, and just go, wow. Man, I, I even play along every day with my own guitar to, my, to that record yeah. and just go, this could be anybody and I'm going to sit there and learn that stuff, you know. And that's one of the hard things, I guess, you know, because you put your heart and soul into it and you work like week after week after week creating it. Normally by the end of it, like you were saying earlier, you and the guys need a break, but this is an album that you can chuck on even though you've been immersed with it with such a, a long amount of time. It's just so good and so refreshing to hear an upcoming band like yourselves put out an album of this calibre. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a shame more bands aren't actually doing the same sort of thing, but there's pressures and stuff that are involved, and we were lucky not to have the pressure, but we pressured ourselves, I guess, to, to get this result, and it paid off. So it was really good. We just wanted to make sure that we put out a great record. Yeah. And um, everything we did uh, was sort of picked apart with a fine-tooth comb. So we started off with the drums, even vocals, you know, melody lines, everything, guitar solos. It's got the whole the whole work. So a lot of work, but it was a lot of fun. Who did you guys team up with in the uh, the studio to produce it? Was it self produced, or did you get someone in specifically for it? Yeah, it was absolutely self produced. So I've got a recording studio in my backyard, <laughs> in my double car garage, and. When I bought the house years and years ago, uh, so I'm in the Hunter Valley here in Newcastle, and I uh, bought a house years ago and converted the double car garage to a recording studio. And we sort of bought a whole bunch of gear because um, we knew it was going to take a little while to, to get going, so we rehearsed here and everything like that. So basically, yeah, I recorded everything ourselves, produced it all ourselves, wrote it all ourselves. And the only thing we didn't do is mix and master it which I got a guy from I think he's in Germany uh, anyway his name is Jacob Hansen uh, who mixed and mastered the record and did a fantastic job so and that's how that came about so I've got a, a website anyway Sonic Heaven Studios you can check that out it's not just your average little <laughs> shed it's not a budget <laughs> set up like most Aussie metal bands have when they first start out that kind of thing yeah, this is a little bit more. I've got a big uh, Amec Mozart console in here, which weighs about 700 kilos. So if you're going to do it literally, you're going to do it fucking right. Yeah, yeah, I had to take the wall out to get it in and, you know, <laughs> truck and, you know, like, <laughs> how are we going to get this thing inside? We've tried to turn it sideways on the side to get in through the door. Yeah, that's not going to look We had to take a whole wall out and cut the whole wall and all sorts of stuff to get in here but it looks amazing and pretty good <laughs> so literally you're now in a situation like you need to get some albums sold so you don't have to sell the house and lose that pristine fucking like <laughs> recording studio yeah yeah the, the family <laughs> the street Alright, look, I, I can talk about how much I want to fanboy over this album, but for you, for yourself, getting on stage, because you played a couple of shows recently, one of our writers, Mark Snedden, went there and he fanboyed over you guys too. Uh, for you guys on stage, what is one of the great songs from this new album that you love playing? Oh, I think probably one of the greatest songs for me is End of Days. 
So every time we play that song, it's just, you know, it's just one of those songs that just pump in the air. <laughs> it's probably one of the first ones that we wrote out of this whole lot as well. A little bit more Black Label Society, I guess. Uh, and it's not so thrashy, um, but it's very, very catchy as well too. So uh, it's probably one of my favourite ones to play. And look, if you love your metal long, this one's over five minutes in length, so there's plenty of time for you to get your fucking head banging on. Absolutely. All right, let's get that one on right now on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall.
of Days from Pure MV, the Newcastle metal band who are going to blow your fucking mind. You need to check out this album, Redemption. It came out earlier on this year, and Adam from the band still joins me now. Mate, uh, obviously people want to know, uh, you played a couple of shows recently. Are you hitting the road anytime again soon? Uh, we are lining up uh, a few more venues and gigs very shortly, but uh, you'll have to stay tuned and check out the website because all the gigs will be posted on the website and the Facebook page. Now, we touched on it a little bit early on uh, about how Redemption is different to your last release, As the Light Fades. Um, how did the recording process differ between these two albums? Yeah, that's a good question. There was a lot more time taken on Redemption. The first album, As the Light Fades, sort of a little bit rushed. Yeah, you know, let's just get something out there. So that was that sort of one. We had a different drummer at the time as well. Uh, but uh, we've since got Zach, who's now playing drums for us. And so we took a little bit more, well, a lot more time to make Redemption than we did As The Light Fades. So there was probably only about two or three months in As The Light Fades recording that one, but Redemption was at least a year, probably a year and a half to write and record it all together. So it was a long process, much longer process, a lot more effort and time taken in, pulled everything apart, and look, I guess if people go back uh, to your Spotify account, for example, and go check out the two comparisons, obviously there's going to be a bit of difference in the, the quality in regards to the songs. Do you regret rushing the last album and, and wish you could spend more time on it? Or are you happy that it's out there and, you know, it's just uh, the first offering that people had for the band? That's a good, yeah. Um, it is a bit of both. And it's like, oh, you know, now that I've done this one, it's like, yeah, I really wish I had spent more time on the first one. But at the time, you don't think like that, unfortunately. You're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll get it all out and do this and do that because it's all exciting and it's, a, it's the first one and stuff. And then you do the second one and you, oh, we're going to take more time this time. But then I think, well, if we hadn't have done the first one like that, would the, this second one be as good as what it would be now? It's a big learning experience as well, too. Kind of got to go through that first maybe piece of crap to get to this good, good one, you know. <laughs> So I think there's good stuff on there. But, you know, when I hear this new one, I think, you know, there's some great melodies, there's some great lyrics going on. And then I listened to As The Light Fades album the other week and I thought, oh, man, I'd, you know, that's got so much potential now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, at the time, uh, you know, it wasn't like that. You know, it was sort of still working it all out and, uh, and whatnot. And, and we hadn't done a lot of gigs at that time either. You know, as the light fades, we sort of, sort of like we did a few, but it wasn't as many as what we've done now. Uh, so, you know, I, I think live gigging definitely helps a lot in your progression as a as a band as well. And we've done a lot of gigs since that album as well, which has helped us a lot become a much tighter a unit and band. So, I don't think we would be where we were now if we hadn't have done it. It's uh, it's it's strange. All right, now talking about uh, live shows, obviously you've got a couple of shows here and there, nothing really too big booked for the future. Trivium owe us a trip to Australia to tour this and in the sentence, their latest album. What I think we should do is we should try and get a whole bunch of people together to join a movement to get you guys on that tour or even just a local support because with this album, you're putting out a level of metal that needs to be heard and in my opinion, I think you could have the potential to be a supporter. Is that something that you guys would love or you know appreciate getting a leg up like that? Oh, absolutely. Trivium have been one of our uh, influences for a long, long time. And uh, I remember Joe, uh, when we first met, he's like, yeah, you know, like he, me and him used to sort of jam on Metallica. And when I remember him telling me the story, he goes, yeah, I used to, he goes, I used to play Metallica all the time, you know, like, and then he goes, 
when somebody showed me Trivium, I didn't play Metallica anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he said, he said it's like next level, you know. It would be absolutely great opportunity for us to, to play to a Trivium crowd. I think we would go well with that band and uh, it would be an absolute honour to support them for sure. And I would love to. All right, well, let's get those who are listening right now. We might chuck up a hashtag or something. I'll figure it out later on. Pure Envy for Trivium or something like that. Let's try and get everyone to get the band's attention. Paolo, uh, Heafy, if you're listening to this as well too, check out Pure Envy and what they have behind them. I guarantee that you will be blown away with the pure talent that's coming out of Newcastle, especially with these guys from the Hunter Valley. Pure Envy's the band. Adam Kiefel, thank you so much and uh, all the best for the future, mate. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks for having me on.
Australian thrash metal heroes Pure Envy are back with their new album Redemption, featuring the lead single Deception. Make sure to check out this fantastic return to form for the Hunter Valley's finest. Grab your copy from Spotify, iTunes, or the website purenv.com.au. Redemption by Pure Envy, out now. Hello there, this is Tommy. Hello there, this is Hannes. We are from Sabaton, and you're listening to Wall of Sound Up Against the Wall! Yeah!
Sabaton and Wall of Sound up against the wall. Those who went to Download Festival in Melbourne this year would know that they put on a fucking awesome show. But the time has come to get ready for Download Festival 2019. It's going to be happening in Sydney and Melbourne this time around. March 9 in Sydney, March 11 in Melbourne for the Labor Day long weekend. And already speculation is already going about about who will be playing this. We've got our rolling coverage at wallofsoundau.com and already we know Metallica, Enter Shikari and 21 Pilots will not be appearing at the festival. They've already got shows locked in around the world, so who could be on the lineup? Go check out our speculation and predicted bands and the reason why we reckon they'll be there at wallofsoundau.com. Just click on the opinion page. But right now, because they're not going to be appearing at download, let's get them on the podcast. This is some classic Metallica, Creeping Death on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall.
wrapping up the metal section of the podcast with Iron Maiden on Wall of Sound up against the wall. Bruce Dickinson bringing his spoken word tour to Australia very soon. It kicks off in Sydney October 18 and you can get your tickets through destroyallines.com. But that's it for this week's podcast. Don't forget to give us a like, subscribe, share this around and uh, give us a rating too if you're on iTunes and like what you hear. Wallofsoundau.com for everything that's happening in the music industry right now, not only here in Australia, but across the world too. And don't forget to check out Pure Envy's new album, Redemption. Fan-fucking-tastic album and guarantee you will not stop listening to it. I'm very happy to reveal on the next episode I'm going to be joined by the Emity Affliction frontman Joel Birch. They've got their new album, Misery, coming out on August 24, so we're going to talk all about that and why the band have decided to change things up. They've gone a bit synth pop on this one. That's on the next episode, but to get you ready for it, I'm going to do a flashback from the guys right now. This is Anchors from their album Young Bloods on Wall of Sound up against the wall. My name is Brownie. I'll catch you very soon. Yeah, yeah, so many anchors.